0: Hey everyone, today on the podcast, I'm going to reflect on my own journey and what to do when you've got nothing left to give. Have you ever thought that being an entrepreneur would be easier than this? For years, I've tried to break free from Rogue Warrior Consultant life, only to return time and again in order to survive. What I soon realized is my own isolation and self-doubt was getting in my way, and that my biggest successes My happiest moments came through connections with people who cared about me. It's now my mission to make it easier for entrepreneurs like us to connect with incredible human beings who rise up higher together. We are not self-made. We are community-made. But the real question is, how will we do it? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on this journey as I interview top experts and entrepreneurs who are figuring it out. I'm your host, Jerry Kirk, and you are listening to the Community Forged podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is a really interesting time, as you all know, with what's going on with, with COVID and the unrest, uh, particularly in the U.S. right now around uh, racial issues, um, lots of things that can easily uh, absorb our time and our, and our energy. And in the midst of all of that, there's some really interesting things happening too. Like this past weekend, I was watching an online uh, CrossFit competition, uh, one like I'd never seen before, where each competitor was in their own gym space uh, with their own judges, and they had these uh, live feeds of everyone competing at the same time. But none of them knew how the others were doing. They were just competing on their own. They weren't allowed to have any cheering or anything in the gym. It was really fascinating to see. It was actually a lot of fun. I mean, I've been in CrossFit for. Uh, a number of years, and it's really my jam uh, so it keeps me keeps me sane um but uh yeah, it was just super cool like, to see a competition again, you know after so many months of really you know nothing live to watch when it comes to um the sporting stuff so so that was super cool um, and uh that kind of leads into where I want to go today which which is Starting with with CrossFit, uh, I've been doing CrossFit now for, well, it will be four years this fall, and um, yeah, it's really become a big part of me, um, almost as important as as breathing, if you will. Just love the love being able to you know lift weights and and work on skills. There's so many different movements from pull ups to um, you know olympic weightlifting to you know climbing ropes and you know gymnastics, all kinds of stuff and um a couple of years ago, when I was traveling as a consultant, um I started noticing I was getting these breathing issues so i I'd, I'd do my workout and or being in the workout, and I get to a point where I just like struggle to breathe right like I was r- literally gasping for air like I, there was a point sometimes where I felt like, you know, I did not know if that next breath was even going to come. And so I just kind of blamed it on my travel. You know, I've been traveling across time zones and elevations. At that time, I was flying back and forth weekly from my home in Ontario, Canada, to Denver, Colorado, with about a 5,000 foot elevation difference, right? And two time zone differences. And, you know, it's, it takes a lot on the body to constantly be moving back and forth. Know, home for two days in a bit and then away for the rest so um, so I just kind of left it at that and um, just kept trying to to deal with it the best as I could, but then uh, last May I stopped traveling so I've been home now for about a year and the interesting thing is my breathing issues haven't gotten any better. in fact, um, I'd say they've gotten worse and so you know, trying to do different things to um, to improve my health and, and and get better, but none of that was really helping. So I decided, well, this past uh, week that I really needed to step back and take a look at the bigger picture because there's other things I was noticing in my life that weren't weren't working. Right, um, for a while now I've been kind of lacking drive and, and motivation, particularly in my entrepreneurial stuff, and it's kind of blaming some of that on. Linking it to like some some loneliness, right? Some isolation, kind of tired of being a solopreneur was part of what I was uh, thinking and feeling. Just finding it harder to concentrate, to to focus, right? Which is something used to be uh, a strength of mine. A lot of what I do in my work in the from the past is as a consultant is is to help people get that focus, to help people become more effective, more productive, uh, doing more of what they love. Um, yeah, memory issues. Like if I didn't have something written down or, you know, in a calendar, forget it. I mean, it's, it's not going to get re- remembered for the most part. And then, most interestingly, as well, for me, is how easily I get overwhelmed. You know, um, I've had opportunities to partner with different people over the past few months, something I've really been working on. And I've what I found is each time as I get into it, there's that initial excitement, right? Of that possibility start to work on putting some pieces in place, but then just starting to get overwhelmed, just tired at the thought of trying to, to, to move this thing along. And, you know, it's kind of frustrating in the, in the sense because it's something I really, I really want to do. I, I want to move from being a solopreneur. I want to, to journey with others and, and do meaningful work. And, you know, several times now, it just hasn't hasn't worked out. I just haven't been able to to be there, and I can even feel my breathing right now is a little a little labored. Um, so I decided, you know, I really needed to get serious about this, and so I went back to my my naturopathic doctor, who's amazing, one of the smartest people I know. And this wasn't the first time I'd seen her about this. Uh, this time was a little different for me, and what was different was I was really listening more than I never listened before. And some of the things she was telling me is, as she looked at me, having checked my vitals and whatnot, uh, I could see there's a serious look on her face. Like she was really concerned. You know, and she pointed out that, you know, my adrenal system is, is shot, right? Just fully depleted. My, my, my body, my system is, is as low as it's going to get right i'm losing muscle mass my fat levels are low like just my vitals are just gone just depleted and from looking at her face i realized that i had to do something i had to take this seriously and i realized that all the things that i want in my life are not going to happen until i do this so I really accepted for really the first time, my reality, you know, something that's been going on for, for, for years as I look back now, right. It's been two years of this breathing issue and, you know, that's just something that builds up over time. So even beyond two years, it's, it's been, it's been a long journey. And she pointed out that, you know, these breathing issues I'm having was really just my body's way of responding to stress, you know, um, instead of processing it, instead of dealing with it, is just getting bottled up inside. You know, the body's kind of tucking it away. In this case, in my lungs, and um, that was causing the, the the breathing. She's seen that situation happen before. So soon, the interesting thing for me is so I finally accepted that. Came home with with you know a plan to do a lot of different things, and I noticed as soon as I did that, right? As soon as I accepted that, my body started responding to this openness that i was now creating i started sleeping more i was like more tired and and needing to rest more um became a lot more a lot more sensitive right my sensitivities were increasing i noticed that um you know things around me that normally wouldn't affect me at least that i would see um were starting to affect my, my breathing i was just getting more easily um yeah just more easily affected by by negativity around me conflict arguing whatever whatever it might be i needed to remove myself i felt emotions starting to bubble up that honestly i wasn't really feeling much before i, I don't tend to process my emotions a lot now now here they are um on the surface you know starting to feel sadness grief um you know that's someone who cries very easily. So I've been crying, but definitely felt felt those urges at times starting to, to build. And so as I come to term with my brokenness, right? I had to let go of the person I thought I was, right? That person who's always been able to handle challenges. I've always been that the one who's kind of even keeled and who's steady in the midst of the storm. Um I mean, clearly, that's a part of me, but clearly, there's something else here. Um, I always just try to focus on what I could control and, and let go of the rest. But the cost of that was not allowing myself to feel what I needed to feel. And I think also, I just tolerated a lot of stuff, a lot of crap that really wasn't serving me by not speaking up. Right? And that toxic positivity, so all the way I'll call it, Alex Charfon used that term the other day, right? Like just focusing on just staying positive no matter what, just dealing with whatever shows up. Well, that put me in a place where I allowed myself to be mistreated, um, particularly in my marriage relationship. And over a long period of time, for years, I kept quiet and speak up for myself, kind of let others make decisions for me, or I would try. But um, not find the support I was looking for or needing. And staying in that place was not for me. It was for the people around me. I realize that now. So I'm really in the early stages of processing all this. And I hope this is is helpful to you. It's really helpful to me to to kind of share this this journey because I know there's a lot of us out there who are who are dealing with stuff particularly right now with all the changes happening with with covid it's it's really giving us a new reality right and and questioning a lot of things in our life in in a good way or at least can be in a good way so i'm really starting to think about what is it that i truly want and what is it that i'm truly feeling who is this guy jerry and in order to facilitate that right and and get back my energy you know get back my um just zeal for life Um, i'm really focusing on, on three areas of like my mental my physical and you know in my environment so i mean in terms of my in terms of my mental i'm focusing on like daily meditation and also you know just the right kinds of meditation that help me with Fostering gratitude with love, with self acceptance, all of these kinds of things, which is all part of my miracle morning routine. Um, something that's been really um, a rock for me over the past several months. Focusing on gratitude. Um, you know, love and gratitude are really the two most powerful forces for change in the world. And, and those are things I want to foster myself. Um, also, you know, diving into creative hobbies. So I've been, uh, having fun um, working on a slack line learning to balance myself something my daughter really enjoys too so it gives us time together um beginning into um creating video games taking advantage of uh uh, unity's uh, free three months of uh, premium uh training so i've been uh, having a lot of fun with that kind of bring me back to my early days when i used to write code um for me, it's kind of like digital Lego, so that's been super fun. Um, on the physical side, just really avoiding any cortisol-inducing activities, which has meant, you know, giving up the CrossFit for now, um, which is something I really like, but you know, can be um, cortisol-inducing, stress-inducing. Um, so I'll be doing more yoga, more flow, more mobility, um, taking supplements as well to support my body. What it needs right now, and in my environment, um, I've been creating boundaries around how I want to be treated, and that's something I learned from a coach I've had. That um, you know, boundaries are just another word for self care, and that's not something I've really done in my life before. So, getting really clear with people in my life, how I'm going to be treated, what I'm going to accept, what I'm not going to accept right? And making that very clear has um, been super helpful for me. Not only is it saying something to them, but it's also saying something to me that I matter to myself. I'm taking more time outside, spending um, that time in nature as much as I can, which is being a guy to a laptop. It's not something I naturally do. Um, having more fun, smiling more, focusing on fun with the kids, watching movies, all that kind of stuff. And, and just pulling away from work right now. I'm not really doing a whole lot in terms of my entrepreneurial work, in terms of consulting, um, just just focusing on what I need right now because what I need is some serious intervention. So I know there are many others out there who are dealing with stuff. And if that includes you, I really encourage you to take time to look after yourself right now. It's a, it's a less busy time in many ways. There's fewer options that we have. Um, so use this time to focus on you, right? Secondly, um, avoid toxic positivity. Allow yourself to feel your emotions. Um, if you're feeling pain or grief of any kind, if you're struggling with stuff, you know what the way to overcome that. Something I read recently from uh, Gabramate, really, you have to journey through it. You know, um, if not then your body is going to process it in ways like it did for me and um, show up in symptoms that, that aren't good. So we have to process these things so that we can let go of them. You know, focus on less doing, more on, on being, right? More on being present, more on being aware of what's, what's going on. So to offer that to you, and um, I encourage you also to check out a couple podcast interviews that I've done um, in the past couple of months I think it'd be really helpful one, which is episode 23 with Sherry Yazi, which is really about gratitude, how to thrive and at certain times using gratitude. She kind of shares her journey of how she used gratitude to move out of depression. And there's some, some great tips in there. And then um, right after that, back to back episode 24 with Chris Lee, um, talk about the scientific method to tame fear really to, if the first thing it does is it helps you really understand are you dealing with, with fear um, in, your, in your life by looking at your physiology, right? And then what you can do to start to shift out of that. So i so offer those, those things to you. I hope they can be helpful. Um, if you are going through anything, I'd love to hear from you as, as well. Um, you can uh, reach me by looking at the, the links in the show notes for how to, how to reach me online. Uh, I'd love to talk to you. And um, thanks for listening thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so, be sure to click on the subscribe button in your app so you never miss a future episode. And when you leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, you help more people discover and then transform their lives through the powerful life-changing stories on this podcast. I invite you also to share something that you heard in this episode that you would love to turn into a conversation. Share it with people and have that conversation. Because when ideas become conversations that build connections, that's when momentum happens. I'll see you in the next episode.